Yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden, it's like, guys, you have to go. Literally, everyone was like, okay. You're all um, out on the sidewalk, passing around their <laughs> handle, like, yeah. just take a stop. Right, right. I got a podcast. Add to the, add to the, no, no, no. <laughs> Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to another episode of I'm Literally Screaming. Ah, ah, everybody in the stands are taking off their clothes. They're throwing lingerie at us. Oh, my goodness gracious. Guys, we don't want to see your naked body parts. Or maybe, maybe, guys, maybe we do. Maybe today's today I come up in the stands and I get naked with you guys. What do you say? Just kidding. I can't do that. I'm too insecure for all of that. Um, but... Today, again, we have another amazing, amazing guest, the one, the only, Laura Morano. But before Laura comes out here and before she graces us with her presence, we are actually going to be doing another Spensois Reacts, where again, I will react to things in the media that I haven't heard of before. And recently, I've been really liking doing Reddit threads, so I am actually going to be doing another Reddit thread today, answering a question and giving advice. So uh, let's hop into that, shall we? Segment segue! So the topic of today's Reddit thread is my school does not allow same-sex couples to do senior walk. So I, 17 female, have prom coming up in March 2024. Due to me being a senior this year, I will be participating in senior walk. I plan on taking my girlfriend, but I was just informed that while she can be my date, she can't do senior walk with me. My family is supportive, and so is my girlfriend's. I live in the U.S., but the state is highly conservative. I don't know what to do. See, this is where I, like, draw the line with a lot of things, because I know for a fact that the only reason they're saying no is because this is your girlfriend, as opposed to if it was a girl who was just a friend, and you were like, oh, I don't have a date. Can I bring my friend with me? You grew up, and you're saying that you're in a highly conservative state, so that's where I get concerned, because I want to give you really good advice, but then again, I grew up in New Jersey, where it was like very liberal, and kids were out and about, and they were able to come out of the closet at, I guess, not even young ages, but like I, we had a GSA club in my high school, and even when I talk about that with some people from other states that I've just met, they're like, it's the most bizarre idea to them that a high school would actually have like a gay straight alliance club. Um, and I am just more concerned for like your safety, if anything, um, because again, you said the state is highly conservative because if it wasn't and your like school was just being like assholes, I would show up in a suit. And I would I would show up in a suit and I would paint my face to make it look like I had a beard. And then I would say that this is my girlfriend and I would talk really deep like this, but I can't. But it's like, again, that's this is tricky because I want to be able to tell you to just like walk with her. But then again, it's a safety issue. And I'm not saying a safety issue for others. I'm saying for you. And I also don't want them to like revoke certain senior activities from you for like breaking the rules honestly i would just lie and say that the person you're taking is your best friend um even though that's very disheartening to have to lie about not dating someone if you still want her to come with you like i would lie to the school i would say oh this is my really good friend and i would still hold their hand i would still walk the hallways with them but it's just a matter of like, how do I, how can I properly put this into words? I just, I, again, went to a very liberal high school. Um, so I personally don't understand why a school system would do this to somebody. Um, but yeah, I'd say just lie your ass off. That's what I would do. I would lie and I would say that's my friend. And lying about them not being your significant other and lying and saying that they're your friend isn't like something you should be ashamed of because I feel like it's almost as though you might feel like you're hiding, but you're not. I just, I feel like if you really want them there, I would lie. Say that it's my best friend. I don't have a date. They're going to be my date. And you know what? They're probably going to say, okay, cool. Because they're, they're, people are just so stupid. People have like rocks for brains. Like it's just, it's, unbelievable whereas like simply just changing the phrase of like my girlfriend to my girl who is a friend like I guarantee they'd be like oh okay cool yeah we don't mind um hopefully that works um again I'm not fully experienced I didn't even know what a senior walk was to be honest um 
So I just hope you're safe, uh, especially being in a conservative state. Um, I hope you're happy, healthy. And you know what? Even if they don't let your girlfriend walk with you, you can just, I would walk around the school with her or like even on a day that it isn't the senior walk, just walk, just walk around the schools and do it, do your own thing. And even if you have supportive friends, see if they'll walk with you guys and you can have your own senior walk because screw the people who are telling you no. That's again, my opinion. All right, everybody. Now that I've gotten all of that off my chest and I've hopefully given you some sound advice, please welcome to the set the one, the only, Laura Morano. Woo! You look so good. Thank you. I already said that earlier, but I, I had wish to say it again. I brought pajamas. No, it's okay. I literally, I love when I'm, I always under, underdress on purpose. Like I tell people to like dress up and look really good because you guys are the guests. Like you look good. I can, I can be in my... You little. are very giving. I also, I'm just obsessed with the blankets. Really? Yes. I'm like, I, I actually <laughs> drew this design. Um, I'm so gullible. So if you are messing with me, no, I drew all that too. Are you Are you being serious? I'm so serious. Are you being serious? Yeah, I drew this. I you drew, drew this design. Yeah, I drew this. This is the amount. so good. Thank you. I can't draw at all, so I don't even like that's. I I have a hard time believing it because it's so good. I do it on my iPad. Also, are you, you smell really good. Oh, that is the nicest thing anyone has ever said. I always am so insecure about like how I smell. smell. Yeah, because I have a really bad sense of smell. You so do? I'm like, I do, and so I'm like literally so so insecure that I smell all the time so I just and sometimes I'm like and do I put too much perfume no on? you just like smell very good <sighs> and like I it's it, you smell very sweet for anyone wondering Laura smells like very sweet like yes. it's like it's like a nice like not always but today today, today you smell is really good um, I'm so bummed that we didn't because we were supposed to do this a couple weeks ago and then I got COVID. Yeah, how are you feeling by the so way? So much better. Were you asymptomatic yes. or like did you have symptoms? I had symptoms. Yeah, I had symptoms. I like know exactly how I got it. Like I literally hung out with someone and they mm -hmm. had it. Um, I didn't know until like the next day. Um, so it was very, you know, the I it was my second time getting it, which I hated. But the first time I got it, I have no idea how I got it. I was on tour, so there's uh -huh. many options of how I possibly got it. Yeah. This time there was just one option. Yeah, I've I've had COVID twice. Okay, I we're in the twice club. And the first time I was asymptomatic. Second time it was like I got hit by a boulder. <sighs> I felt like I was like bedridden. I couldn't really? get out of bed. Yeah, I thought I actually had like the flu really really bad uh, but that happens to me i feel like i've talked about this before i don't know me personally yeah. i always know when i'm like around the time i'm gonna get sick same because i don't get sick often but maybe like once every four years i'll get really oh, sick not same for me i get really? sick so often yeah i mean i just have really bad sinuses oh, okay so i just constantly um, I actually think I don't get as sick as I could given like sometimes my crazy schedule and I'm like a big hugger and yeah. I, uh, regret none of those things. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I do, there's, uh, I do get sick a bit. Yeah. See, I, I, like, it's like very like once in a blue moon, but okay. when I get sick, it's you like, get sick. yeah, like before I had COVID the last time I was sick, I was like in the hospital. Oh I had, God. I had something called the Adenon virus. What is that? So it essentially really, it only, it'll, it'll attack your bronchial glands. And <laughs> at the time I had asthma be, and I was also overweight. So when I had it, it literally, it feels like someone is sitting on your chest and I thought I had bronchitis. But apparently it's just like a rare virus that literally attacks your bronchial glands. And oh my God. I, was, I was in and out of the hospital because they didn't know what was wrong with me until they finally did a chest x-ray. Um, and then. I'm like, why didn't they do, they do a chest to begin with? Well, the, yeah, the first hospital I went to wasn't like great. great. Um, but then my aunt is an x-ray technician and she's actually the one who Thank was like God. Yeah, get do an x-ray done immediately so i did and then it was like ooh, you're like and i got I my antibiotics this. and they were a lifesaver they literally they literally saved my, my aunt was telling me how if we had come in like a week later like i would have had like serious problems oh like i would have been in the hospital so we're glad i we caught it when we did yeah that definitely is always a little scary i do think God, I'm, I'm the type of person where I kind of see everything in multiple ways, meaning like what I was about to say. I'm also like, well, I also understand why this happens. Yeah. But I feel like you do always have to kind of fight for your health because there's just like 
a consistent influx of people. And I do feel like nurses and doctors like consistently overwork. And I can imagine that they are, can sometimes have their minds in a lot of different places, yes. which is understandable. But that's why I think you have to really be an intense patient and kind of be like, but this, but this, but, but this. this. Yes. And, and like, that's personally not my personality at all. Oh my God, I just spit. No, it's literally, I spit all the time. Okay, good. Yeah, no, it, it, it comes it happens. Out. Okay, great. Do you ever, uh, it's called gleeking. I think that's what it is. Where like under your tongue. Like, Why do I feel like it has something to do with glee? Oh, I, speaking <laughs> of, I just recently started watching a documentary called The Price of Glee. Oh my God. What? It's really, it's really interesting. It what is it on? It's on. I'm watching it on Amazon, Amazon Prime, and it's it's really about how like they were severely overworked. Like if they weren't yeah. filming their show, it was like voiceovers on tour, dance lessons, and I was like, wow. And I, I'm only on the first episode still, but it's very. <laughs> it's already like it's so a docu series, and it's only I think three or four episodes, but it's really good. I just love that what you were about to describe was called gleeking. Like, yeah, where, did that, like, where did that come from? I don't know, but it's when, like, the bottom of your tongue, like, do you ever, is it just, like, sprays? I don't know. I like, don't know it, what is my spitting mechanisms. I don't know. It, it, it's not even, like, spit. It just, like, literally, it's, like, it just sprays out. It does happen to me a bit. Like, I, and I never know, do you bring it up? Like, when I usually don't like actually like it doesn't land on people. Yeah. But still, like I'm assuming that people have seen it because I just saw it. So like, do you bring it up? Is it weird to bring up? I is it weird? Like, like I never know what to do. I never know what the right thing to do is. Because it's like if you don't bring it up, it's like it's you're in. See, I'm an yeah. overthinker. So Same. if I don't bring it out, bring it up. Like if I accidentally spit and I'm like, oh sorry, I accidentally spit in my head, I feel like someone's gonna be like, ew, you just yeah, spit. And, and you didn't even acknowledge it. Yeah, but it's like when I acknowledge it, I can make it less serious and be like, oh, I'm yes. really sorry it didn't get on you but like I just spit a little this on the third but like realistically that's how like, that's how I hope it's gonna sound but every time I do it it then makes it like weirder and then everyone's <laughs> like well I didn't even see it so like, I don't know what you're talking about yeah. like, I like but I mean honestly everyone does it everyone does it right? everyone does it everyone does it and how, that's oh sorry keep going I was just gonna say and that's and that's that's the way with that's life how the isn't it crumbles. <laughs> how was your weekend it was good. I just released my album, so I... How was that? Oh, my God. It was so overwhelming. I've been working on this album for literally years, and mm -hmm. I feel like um, I did a release party for it. I, uh -huh. like, never do release parties. I've, like, never... I don't know if I've ever done a party in my adult life, Are to be honest. Are you more introverted? Like, you would rather, like, stay at home type I of... love staying at home. I also love the people in my life, too, and I love hanging out with people, and I... I remember performing at the Roxy a few years ago. And I remember oh. after that, everyone was like, what are we doing? Like, what's the after party? And I regretted not having an after party because then everyone kind of did their own thing. Yeah. It was like, when are you coming to hang with me? And I was like, ah. Um, so I really wanted one singular place that I could bring all the people that I love in my life and just yeah. like celebrate. But then that is so intense because there were like a, like a lot of people there. Or was it like at your house? No, it was at this venue and it was... I went like really intense with the party. Like, you know, s some people do like a normal party that like make yeah. sure you have like drinks and food. Mm -hmm. I like had, uh, it was, I had like activities. So Work. there was, there were puppies. So <gasps> there was, up. yeah, there was like a puppy part of the party. Um, there was introverts corner. So anyone <gasps> who's like an I introvert, love I loved it very much. I was like, uh, there was a, you could listen to the album. I didn't want to just like play the album. It's not really an album. You just play in the background, personally. I think yeah. it's, and it felt like kind of awkward and a little like indulgent a little bit. And mm. so, there was a specific place where you could listen to the album, but you could listen in like this um, classic like VW bug. Oh, that's so, so sick. I think the best way to listen to music is in a car. So I wanted to recreate that experience. Um, and then the whole party was like a map of LA with a bit of a twist. So Wait, we had that is so cool. Weird but cool, did right? You make, did you make this like up yourself? Yeah. I was See, like, like if I were to ever throw a party, like I, I would have to probably call you or someone else because I'm horrible with like planning things and not even planning, but like themes. See, here's the thing though. I'm not like I'm just weird. So I'm like not even that good at like planning it. Like I was I felt bad for everyone around me because I was just like trying to describe what was in my head. Um 
What was and the introvert was, corner like? Okay, so it's basically this room where you're not allowed to use the internet. Okay. You're not allowed to use your phone unless you have a flip phone, because I used to have a flip phone. Yeah. So this is what the sign said. But we had like journaling, uh, Sudoku, crossword puzzles. I um, love Right, things. right. I literally I do Sudoku every single morning. It's my favorite. Do you? I need to put you on. This isn't sponsored, but I need to put you on an app. Well, first of all, do you have the New York Times app? Okay, I don't have the New York Times app, which I'm the only person in the world who doesn't. I, but I still Wordle every day. I, I only have the app for Wordle, and they just added a new game called Connections. Oh, yes, yeah. Oh, I'm on Connections. Would you do? I haven't done it today. Did you do it yesterday? I I nailed yesterday. I. Did horrible yesterday, but today for connections, I did so good. Okay, I'm really excited. And then I do the Wordle, and then I do Sudoku, and then I'll Sudoku. do like the mini crossword of the day. But then there's another app that I use, and it's just like brain games, like Impulse, and they have like I want this. It's so good, and like I'll even show you. I, want this I use it all the time, and then okay, so they have this right here. Oh, I'm already obsessed. So it's like these are like uh. Awake and focus. So like when you wake up, you can do this one and then advanced brain marathon. But then aside from all of these, you also have like just regular games where you can like, if you want to relax, they have like these. And it's just even like oh my God, this so... game, this is like actually my favorite game ever. You just, you make words out of what's down there. Okay. Do you have that separate app? There's another app. I know exactly. I had it for the longest time and then I got rid of it. Oh my God. It's, I, that is my app. The like, one literally. that, it's, it's the one that, um, what's it called? It's the one where like there's like the scenery. Yes, yes, that's exactly I know what it what is. Wordscapes. Yes, 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 yes. I used to I used to be on that one all the time, but then I just remember, um, oh, this is so bad. See, like I can't cheat on this one. And like I would get like stumped so hard and I'd be like You would cheat? Would How do you cheat? How would you cheat? I would you literally, I'm not joking, you type in um <laughs> The letters? Yeah. And You're like, joking. Um, and they'll like even because like the, it's like a Scrabble. So how do you not do that? How do you not cheat with this? I, I'm disciplined now. Oh, good. See, okay, I wasn't. Growth. I was like before I was like, I can't do it. But now I'm like. We love growth. Thank you. Yes. So that was Introverts Corner. So we had all these sections. Because I'm like, I think it's so important for a part of a party to have. I always wanted to have like a part That's of the party that was just for people. They need a break from socializing for a sec. But I really want to make sure that they couldn't go on their phones or the internet. Like I have a whole yeah. part of my album about the internet. Um. And so it was all album themed as well. Like there were the drinks that were there were like named after drink um, titles. Like the um, I have a song on the album called Plans Change. The puppy part of the party was called Pause Change. That's so cute. And so and like the whole aesthetic of the album was like very old Hollywood. So we had an old yeah. Hollywood section. I love, 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 like very influenced by Joni Mitchell and Carole King and like okay. the 60s. Um, so then we had a Laurel Canyon section, but it was like 60s themed. And then we had The Valley because I have a song called The Valley. I'm from The Valley. So it was like a map of LA with a little bit of a twist. That is sickening. I loved it so See, much. See, like if I ever wrote an album and I had a release party, I'd be like, okay, guys, I have like a bottle of wine and we're just going to like watch a movie on my couch while I like play it for you guys. You know what? I don't, I wish I could have enjoyed the party a lot more. Like by the time I was like ready to enjoy it um the party was like like we i here's the things that would have done were you different. like so stressed out about it that when it was happening it just happened so quick uh, i just had a lot to do so i was like taking videos for like sponsors yeah. and like doing all these kind of different things so the, here's what i would have done different what i would have done different is i would have made the party longer so okay. we were like kicked out of the venue at a certain point yeah so so everyone was still there and like willing to hang and i literally like we, i premiered my music video that my sister directed which is really amazing and i know i made this whole speech and i'm like let's all like get drunk and have a good time <laughs> and like everyone was like yeah and then just like um everyone got kicked out so i was <laughs> You're like, let's get yeah. drunk. And All of a sudden, it's like, guys, you have to go. Literally, everyone was like, okay. You're all um, on the sidewalk, passing around the handle. <laughs> like, know. just take a shot, girl. Everyone was like, what's what's the after party? Like, we want to keep going. And I was, I did have an interview like really early the next day. But the second thing I would, um, I definitely do over if I could. I a hundred percent listen. I'm independent, doing things on a budget. We're making yeah. it work. I for sure would have spent the money in having a cleaning crew and we did not have a cleaning crew, okay. which meant that like is it like a deposit? Okay. Which meant that like we stayed for hours to <sighs> clean after. And I, you know, I'm happy we got it. We like you, cleaned it. You that place it good. looked 
freaking amazing. But I was like, ah, that was something that I think I would have done differently. Yeah, you wish you probably could have like gone home and slept. Maybe. When you were mentioning the introvert corner, you know what that made me think of? What? When I used to go to like church and like Catholic school okay. and I had the uh, baby room. Did you have that at your church? The baby room. Where like if a baby cries, it's like it's like soundproof, yes. so like you can still hear the priest, but like no one. Well, I remember going to church when I was really, really, really young, and that was the room I was in. So I feel like that's the only room I've ever known. Really? Yes. I mean, I guess like when I went to school because I went to a Catholic high school. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't. We we did mass in like the auditorium, so we didn't have. I mean, it makes sense. No one's gonna. There weren't babies. Yeah. Um, I mean. I guess there could have been, but there weren't. So yeah. we didn't have a baby room. But yes, 100%. It's like the room where, I don't know if people, I, I it's I never got to really check it out. So I got to check it out after the party was done and I was like cleaning it up. Um, but it does it does seem like people went there. It, it feels like everyone had a really good time. So I was happy about that. See, like for me, I feel like my apartment is my, intro, my own little introvert room. Oh, I have like a... Um, a swinging chair in my apartment. It's like usually I feel like it's meant to be like outside on a balcony, but I was like, no, you I want, want it like, inside. It, and it's like, it's not like connected to the ceiling. It's apartment friendly. And then I have like my little bean bag underneath it. So then I sit in the I chair it swings, and then I have my bean bag and I like will sit in there and I'll read. <sighs> Do you read? I love reading. <gasps> really? I feel like my reading has gotten a little worse as I've gotten older, okay. which I don't love. Um, but I always loved reading. Like that was my favorite thing in the entire, entire world. Um, and I feel like I've replaced it a little bit with now just things you can do on your phone. Okay. Which I don't love. Like, because I don't end up really just when I'm on my phone, I just end up working mostly or doing mindless stuff that makes me feel like I'm still in work mode even if I'm yeah. not. Does that make sense? No, that makes perfect sense. So yeah, I miss reading. Every once in a while I'll read um, – uh, like a book I've read before and that gives me so much joy whether it's like a Jane Austen novel or like I love, love, love just, I don't know, like teen, like YA stuff. Do you like, uh, well, what's your like go-to genre? Because um, I, I, I love to read. Okay, um, what's, okay, so what are you reading right now? Okay, so I, right now I read like The Giver. I was just like rereading it. Oh, so love. I read The Giver and now I'm reading, it's called The Blue Gathering. And okay. it's just like- I never read The Blue, okay. It's like a partner yes. to The I Giver. I never read The Blue Gathering, but I read The Giver. But Loved it, they're it. like fast reads. Um, but I have, there are like two books that are like my all time favorite right now at least. One is called The Midnight Library. It's about this girl and she essentially is just like, she's given up on life mm. like she's losing her job and she decides to like overdose on sleeping pills <gasps> and oh my god while she is overdosing she ends up in a stage between life and death and she ends up at this place called the midnight library <gasps> where she can basically tell the librarian i want to see what my life would have been like if I had, for example, like she used to be a swimmer. <gasps> yeah. She was like, if I just stuck with swimming and then she gets to live out, if she'll start reading the book and then she starts living out what her life would have been like. And if she finds a life that she enjoys enough, she will end up like becoming that person, not like taking over that person's body, but more so she'll remember the midnight library, but it'll feel like it was a dream. I'm obsessed. You have to. Read I'm obsessed. One. It's so. I'm funny. obsessed. I'm like, I have to read that. Midnight Library. Yeah, the Midnight Library, and then there's another one called Hidden Pictures, and that one's more of like a horror book. Ooh, so fun. Um, and that one's about essentially this girl. She um is trying to like find her footing again. She just got out of rehab. Um, she was addicted to opioids. Okay. And she ends up nannying for this family. And this little kid that she takes care of, he starts drawing, like, these really, really bizarre, like, pictures. Like, and it gets to a point in the – they show you the pictures, too, which is really oh cool. Oh, my God. In the book? Yeah. Love that. And it gets to a point where, like, she'll, like, see him drawing. And she's like, oh, that's really cute. And then there's, like, moments where, like, suddenly he's, like, drawing the most – detailed pictures ever oh my and God. like she's looking at it and she's like what the hell like how is a little kid drawing this and it's 
It's really good. It's not like scary to the point where you're like, I have to put it down, but it's like, it's a thriller. chilling. Yeah, it's okay, good. Okay. Oh, I love that. If you're into that. I like more so like fast, fast paced. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Aside from Stephen King, he's slow, but I, I'll like- but you'll, you'll be in? Yeah, it takes like a chapter or two. And one of my favorites, and which is not fast paced at all, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. huge book. I don't know if you ever read it in high school, but East of Eden. That sounds so familiar. Uh, John Steinbeck, uh, way faster paced book that he has is Of Mice and Men. Um, oh, okay, then I know I, have my, I know that one. Um, but East of Eden, oh my God, that book I remember just rocked me in high school. And I like have been really wanting to reread it because it just is. What is it about? It's this multi-generational story um, that just deals with so many things. It deals with sibling sibling dynamics. Um, It deals with like patterns in families and whether like they're going to get broken or not. Um, Oh, it's so good. It's so good. I love when a book like does that. Like like, just talking about it, you're like, yes. It just like brings, oh, I just like sobbed while reading it. I love, I do love reading something. That'll make you cry. Yes, I do. I do. I've only ever cried with one book and that was the book. Uh, the Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. Ooh, I've never heard of that one. That one's really good. It's basically, okay. uh, this is like a synopsis. I'm, I don't want to give anything away. Okay. This girl, she, I don't, I forget what year it is, but she essentially, they talk about in the book how you can pray to the gods, but when you pray at night, when the sun is down, like you can get like answers like from other entities but they're not good like they're gonna trick you and her family's about to marry her off and she's like i don't want to get married like she she's taught herself how to draw right she's like not allowed to read like they're not allowed to know how to read and like her dad still taught her and she's like i can't do this like i want to be free i want to be completely free and she prays and then this being shows up and grants her a grants her wish. That but, makes her invisible. Huh? Oh, sorry. No, no, no. Yeah. She doesn't it's not that she becomes invisible, it's just whenever she meets someone, they immediately forget her. So she like goes back home to see her family and they don't know who she is anymore. Oh. But mysteriously one day she goes to a bookstore and she's trying to steal a book. And she's like walking out of the bookstore and the guy behind the counter is like, hey, I saw you steal the book. And she's like, I'm just going to keep walking because when I walk out the door, he'll forget who I am. Yeah. And he doesn't. <gasps> and then you and then you have to like keep reading and like find out why he doesn't or like why he does remember her and like no one else does. And it's just. Oh, my God. That, oh! that book is like my like. Ooh. What's it called again? Uh, the Invisible, Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. And it's by V.A. or V.S. Schwab. Something along those lines, but it's so good. That made me, I did Invisible ball my life. eyes okay. out. Though. I feel like, okay. Do you, okay, weird question to ask. Do you like crying? Um, see, I, like, for fun? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I feel like I have, like, such a weird relationship with it in terms of, because sometimes it can feel so, I love, I think, crying with art. Like, reading a book or watching a movie or listening to a song. Okay. I feel like that like can feel so freeing in some yeah, ways. Yeah, and also really touching too. Like if yeah. something that was created can make you or evoke that much emotion in you where it's like you feel that pain in your chest. Yes. Even though like you know like even when reading a book it's like this didn't really happen, but like you somehow as an author just made me ball my eyes out. Yes. That yes. I feel like it's so interesting when you cry because of some piece of art and exactly like the the fact that like it evokes that emotion in you. It feels so much special that was so much more special than when yeah. you're just like obviously crying for life. Well, like, like life sucks sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And it's it's funny because I feel like when I was growing up, I like I really didn't like to cry much I was just like I would force myself to not I was like that was just I really really wouldn't um and I would just be able to do it when I was reading or watching something or really yes see I was so odd with like I've talked about this with maybe Amanda I'm not really sure but I I cannot not that I can't cry in front of people but it's like very similar I like if it's for a job for acting, okay, maybe. But like when I'm like really upset, if I need to cry, I, I leave. I walk out of the. I would 
when I cry, even when I'm alone in my apartment, but I'm like really upset, yeah. I go into my closet, I turn off the lights and I just cry in the dark because I don't want just like the off chance of someone seeing me cry. I'm just like, no. Yeah. Because I just, not that I feel like crying is like weakness, but like I don't want someone to see me that way. Because when I cry, it's I like. cry. Yeah. Like when people are like. Capital oh, C-R-Y. Yeah. Like I'm an ugly crier. Like no, like I wail. Like, yeah. Like a banshee. I I do like this trend of people like filming themselves when they cry, but I will say I can't totally get on it because every time I've like tried to like take a picture or someone cry, I'm just like I hate like I can't this is not my thing. Yeah. This is not I I do appreciate people sharing that and being like, this was me at a low point and blah blah blah. Yeah. But that is I'm very similar where I'm like, I can't no, I wanna go into the bathroom. By myself, lights are off, on the floor, tears are In a are tub, in. yeah. Yeah. See, but I have also filmed myself sobbing my eyes out. Okay, but do you feel, like, is that feel cathartic to you, or does it feel like... I, I can really only do it, like, if, like, I, if I'm, like, low, low. Because, like, if, yeah, I, yeah. if I'm just, like, if I, like, miss home, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm, like, crying in my closet, like, if I whip out a camera, I'm going to be, like, girl, Not right what now. are you doing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, why are you filming yourself cry? But if I'm, like really really like there's no stopping the tears it doesn't even matter if there's a camera in front of me I'm just like okay it's just gonna be there yeah yeah and then there are like tears streaming down my face and then I look back on it and I'm like damn you look rough but <laughs> but you that it's maybe nice to look back and be like oh I'm not in that spot right now yes which no. is kind of nice and I love being able to do that yeah yeah, yeah 100% <laughs> this is a little derail I derail a lot I you love the derail Amanda. um what is the title of your album it, isn't it like I yes I used to be it's, it's, I may be an actress, but I can't fake how I feel. Where did that come from? So it's the first song on the album. Okay. So it's a well, lyric. How did you come up with, keep going, I'm sorry. No, 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 because it's a good question. I think I was writing this song, mm -hmm. um, and that was one of the songs on the album that I wrote by myself. So when I'm writing a song by myself, I take like, I take my time with it. Yeah. I take days, weeks, months, like a while with it. And I think I've been working on it, I've been working on this idea, and then I remember being in my parking garage and just that line came to me and I was like, oh, I love that line. I really, really loved it. And the more I thought about it, I was like, wait, I love this line. And I feel it was already after I decided I want to release an, an album, Yeah. Um, which that was kind of a big step for me. I'd always been doing EPs and like actually doing an album album was like so scary, but mm -hmm. was it was the right time. Also good for you, by the way, like oh writing an album, releasing an album. That must have been a lot of work. Oh, and I know so it's not much. like an easy, excuse me, it's not an easy feat to accomplish and or do. So the fact that you were able to mm. compose an album, I, I feel like even when it comes to like any type of art, like when actors are in movies or TV shows or singers make albums, whatever it may be, like that is a lot of work. That's a lot of like careful consideration, a lot of like. And I, I don't know if you're the same way as me, but I'm very, like, picky with my work. Yeah. Like, I need it to be perfect. So, like, having an album of songs that, like, you love and adore, I can't imagine how Oh, my God. It was so hard. It was yeah. so hard. You know, I've also been working on this album, like, for eight years because I was at a record label when I first was working at it. And then... Um, started working on another record label and then went independent. So, I don't know. When I wrote that line, I was like, wait, I all of a sudden, I, I kind of just had this moment where I saw my whole album aesthetic and I mm -hmm. saw like what I wanted the album to be about, um, which in a lot of ways is about processing feelings that I feel like I haven't processed in a really long time, if ever. Yeah. Um, you know, and I've been acting for 20 something years. Like I've been yeah. acting since I'm five. And so... I struggle with this title because it was long. It was, it is long. And mm -hmm. I tried cutting it up um, to, I maybe. It didn't feel the same. It didn't. And I feel like, to your point, I just at this point want to do what I want to do. do. Yeah. yeah and work. I love that title and I wanted that title to work. And I was like, I'm going to make it didn't feel right without using the whole title. I mean, same with the track list. I have 23 songs on this album. So it's a long track list. Believe it or not, I did edit songs out. I know it seems crazy, but I did. I was like, 
there are still songs that I've shown fans that they were like, why isn't this song on? And I'm like, oh my God, we have 23 songs. But it just, it felt, I think when you listen to the album, it really does all work together. And they're like fairly short songs. So it's only like a little over an hour. Um, And it's funny because I do know some people for sure, same with me sometimes, like your attention span might not be able to handle it. So I feel like there's ways, like there's like a first half and second half that you can very much listen to. but I don't know. I think I'm at a point, especially because I'm independent, but even beyond that, I just want to put out and make the art that I want to make and not really put limitations on myself because of like expectations that are there. Yeah. Or like what you feel other people might think. Yes, exactly. Or other people are doing. Yeah. What is your writing process like when it comes to like creating my like main question I guess is do you feel like there was a point where you wanted to be an actor more than you wanted to sing or like vice versa um I think I always loved music always 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 I think I fell into acting because my sister's an actress and I think you know I was five and I was like I want to be like my sister yeah I love acting and I can't imagine my life without it and I very much like feel and have always felt so connected to music and Mm -hmm. felt that that is something deep, deep in my soul of souls that I love and want to be doing. I'm also just way more insecure with it than I am with acting. Ironically, I think it's because I've been acting for so long professionally. I also, I've noticed this at least, I think when you really, really, really love something, you're more insecure with it because you're afraid of how other people will perceive it. Of course. Because you, it's like you love something so much, like you love creating music. And then it's like, if someone critiques it, it's not that you're not willing to listen to those critiques. It's more so like, I don't understand how you couldn't like something that I love so much and put my heart and soul into. I also, it's funny, like I'm, I'm so open to critiques. Like it, going back to kind of like writing process, like I, Mm. like I co-write a lot and, I also write by myself a lot. Yeah. And I think, you know, in co-writes, you do, that is kind of the vibe. Like, you're kind of critiquing together. And mm-hmm. um, I, I'm into that. I think for me, it's just I felt this sense of peace when I finished this album. Um, I think what's the most brutal sometimes is putting so much work into it and then feeling like you're not sure it's, like, going anywhere. Or anyone's listening, right? Yeah. And especially because I know – I'm very grateful and I have been blessed with having acting projects that do reach people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, when you're independent, you have less resources. You just kind of do. Yeah. Um, and so when I was at a label, like, the first song I put out did, like, reach people because there there was just more res- resources attached. But I think that for so many years when I was releasing independently, that's what, like, was, like, brutal was, oh, um, I would love for people to listen and critique and be like, oh, I actually have an issue with this or this. Yeah. I, um, It's funny because on the acting side, I get, you know, when there's like critiques coming, that I'm always like, oh my God, wait, I can't deal with like critics. I'm like, yeah. I, I could deal with people on Twitter, but not with critics. Um, <laughs> I could deal with people on Twitter. <laughs> but like, yeah, work. <laughs> but, but like, um, I feel like with this album, I just felt so compelled my whole like adult life, I've been talking about releasing an album and I just knew in my heart, I, I, I need to do this for me, not even for anybody else, but for me. Um, and being able to like finally have it out. There's just something really liberating, overwhelming in a lot of ways because it's like taken so much work, but like liberating to have it out and just, not really I I feel like I'm past a point and I'm at this point of peace of like I don't know what's gonna happen and that's okay I mm-hmm. just I don't I don't know what the future holds in any shape way or form yeah. all I know is I'm like it's out I worked so hard on it and it's out and I just want it's it just to be like, out it's relieving yes I was also um I could be wrong but I just I guess this is like more of a question yeah but do you feel that you like working independently more as like an artist when it comes to music, because I do like, I've seen even like, um, like you'll see interviews or even, um, people on Twitter saying that they wanted to release a song, but their label wouldn't let them. Whereas like when you work independently, you have a lot of control over what goes out and, uh, what you're going to have on your album. 
Do you enjoy having more of that freedom? For sure. I mean, can you imagine if I was like, nah, um, no, <laughs> no, <Actually>, no, a <laughs> no, hundred. That's that's the reason you do it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I was at labels, and I, you know, the second label I went to, I released zero songs under that label. Um, and you know, I, you don't have that creative freedom that I so thrive on and love to have, mm-hmm. like. And I feel for my process need to have. But I think there's also a reason for sure that so many people like do sign with labels because I think beyond even like a financial level, it's like the resources. That are there. Yes, which can be so, so helpful. And I think sometimes, of course, there's a little bit of a pressure that I feel like I have felt or teams that I've worked with before in the past have felt. More especially when you come from a platform that, you know, people have watched or people know who you are, there's this pressure of having to compete at a certain level. And so that's why typically most people either like will go with a label or just opt out of like doing it, which Mm -hmm. I understand both aspects. I love music so much that I think for me and I love the process and I love every aspect of it, even if I don't have always the resources to like – um, make happen what I want to have happen yeah. but I think for me I'm like I yeah like I could after my second record deal didn't work out I could have opted to go for like a third record deal and probably get like a pretty like bad deal yeah um but you know at least not put my own money into it and blah blah blah. and I think for me I'm like no I just want to put music out and I just want to connect with people and I just want to like be able to have these songs that I've worked so hard on also into just the like universe held yeah yeah exactly like you be able to like take control and be like i really want this music out yeah. and i'm going to make it and i'm gonna have it out a hundred percent being told no we're putting a stop to this or like yeah the song is nice but it's not like good enough Whereas, totally like, you don't care if it's good enough or not it's probably it's more probably i think i think for me it's like there's so much politics that comes into labels mm-hmm. of um which is for I mean, so many things. It's not yeah, just limited reasons. to, yeah, so not just limited to labels, obviously, but right. It's, it's always about, I think, having more of a story mm-hmm. rather than just a song, especially if you come from like a platform or something, right? Yeah. It's like, how do we build this? And I think I didn't love this aspect of, oh, I have to, there's so much game playing, which I totally get. And I, I feel almost not unfortunately, but I know. Did you just hear my stomach? Your stomach was like, I'm, I'm ready. So sorry. No, don't Jeez. be. Should we get you some food? No, I'm okay. I, I, so I was just saying, I think for me being independent with that freedom of like, I just have to kind of answer to myself, which is really, right. really nice. But again, like I'm open to people like. I ask I will ask my team all the time like is this the right song to be a single is Mm -hmm. this like always is this good enough all of these different things because I think you need you don't want people just telling you yes by any means do you have a favorite song on your album um I have a few it's so hard to pick someday is very special to me that song yes for sure okay I'm gonna have to listen to it I know I'm gonna have to listen to your entire album I want to hear what you think I feel like so I feel like a fake person because I haven't like listened to it fully, but I definitely need to listen to it. I want to know what you think for sure. Do you want to play a game that involves music? Hell yes. Well, everyone, um, we're back with a little game. It's called Guess That Disney Song. And the way that the game works is we are going to pull out strips of paper like we usually do. We're going to read the lyrics. And then as we read them, the other person has to guess the rest of the song. I'm going to pull first so you can Go. try to finish okay, first. Okay, okay. Okay. I'm nervous. Understand Oh, my myself. gosh. Wait. So long? <laughs> this is like... <laughs> what? <laughs> if you could gaze into the future, you might think life would be a breeze. Uh, Raven Simone, the theme song of That's So Raven. Like, yeah. Like, was, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. That was so much lighter than I thought it was going to yeah, be. No, and I was about to, like, you, like drop chuck it. it across yeah, the room. I really was. Okay. Is this one really long? You, I am so curious if you're going to know this one or not. When the crowd wants more, I bring on the thunder. Because you got my back. And, and I'm not, not going under. under. The crowd wants more. I'm bringing on the thunder. You got my I don't even know what that one is. Yes, you do. 
Oh my God, wait, is, this is the, don't do this to me. Is this literally the theme song to Austin and Allie? Like, come on. I literally, I was like, I, I was like, cause you got my plate. You're the cord, you're the, you're the perfect, oh no, you're the daddy, you're the perfect cord, and I see our names together on every billboard. Julia Michaels wrote that song. Really? <laughs> that was her first cut ever. No way. She was like 16 or 17. That is sickening. Is that the best thing that ever? That is sickening. <laughs> Let me get your song. Okay. Our hand is on time. We got it online. We'll make, make him say, hey. we'll keep rocking. Oh. oh. Okay. I've got to move on and be who I am. Oh, what a song. I just don't belong here. I hope you understand. Vanessa Hudgens, High School Musical, too, yes. by the way. Guys, See, I'm like, gonna freaking annihilate this. Because well, I'm, I'm also like, are you a little young? Like, are you, because you you didn't watch, did you watch that like when it was live? High School oh, Musical 2? High, high School Musical 1 and 2. Really? Yeah, but How I was old like, were you? High School Musical 1, I was in kindergarten. Ah, uh, what a song. The last time I freaked out, I just kept looking down. Little and asked me what I'm thinking about. Felt like I couldn't breathe. You asked what's wrong with me. My, my best, best friend, friend Leslie said, oh, she just be in my league. It is to see you again by Miley Cyrus. Ah, so good. The, I listened Let, to that on the treadmill. Are we just annihilating this? No, we are eating this up. I and mean, like, usually I get so scared. Are we just? A hard one? <laughs> okay. Oh my God, it's such a long one. Make a scene, make a scene. Nobody can ignore. Don't knock it till you rock it. We can't take it no more. Um... Okay, there's two options. I don't know this right off the bat because part of me is like, I can't fully, or like, is this the shake it up theme or is this, okay, it's the shake it up yeah. theme that Selena Gomez yeah. sang. Okay. Make a scene, make a scene, nobody can ignore. You cannot get I love, why does it also sound like Britney Spears' is? Um, I actually was like, oh my God. Yeah, <laughs> like, no. When I found out that it more. was Selena, I was like, whoa. Ah, what a song. It's been said and done. Every beautiful thoughts been already sung. Wait, hold and on. I guess right now, here's another one. Oh my God, wait, it's already, wait, can you say it again? I'm so sorry. It's been said and done. Every beautiful. And I guess right now, here's another one. That's the one. I love you like a love song, Selena Gomez. That almost got me. The scene. Yeah. Oh my yes. God, love. Who says? Oh, Who says? Naturally. Says Don't get me started. We get it. We get it. We understood the assignment. Here I am in your life. Here you are in mine. Yes, we have a. Oh, okay. Wait. Say this one again. Here I am in your life. Here you are in mine. Yes, we have a dot, dot, dot. Okay. This one is stumping me. I can't. I know it. I okay. Like it so well. Okay, wait. Are you might I'm gonna sing it. Sing it. I'll sing the. Yeah. Here I am in your life. Here you are in mine. Yes, we have a sweet life. Yes, a sweet life theme song. Oh yeah. my god! Cannot believe you pulled that out. I, that that was like one of my favorite all-time shows. Oh my god! What a so show! What a so show! Good. Um. I like my heart skips a beat when I like see. Okay, because I do know this one. I'm nervous. This is this might be a tough one, or maybe okay. not. Maybe you're gonna freaking kill it. Okay. I'm boarding up the windows, locking up my heart. Hurricane Bridget Bedler. I'm boarding up the windows. Oh my god. This was my. Oh my god. Duh. What an album. Can we just talk about that album? That what an album. Like. What an album! I like, you know how guys. I, I I now I feel like a bit of a fake fan. No, I. You know how Demi's like redoing. All what Bridget should do it? Hurricane by but, Bridget. Okay, but here's how would she redo it? Because it's perfect. It so is, but like just like a revamped, like just like the phrasing of the it. The phrasing. Like, like standing in the eye of the hurricane, like. Just gorge. But even like the verses, I thought the verses were so cool. I was like It's just like the beat yes. too. Um, I did also I did also love her independent stuff. There's too. only one more left. I did love her independent stuff too. I was like, that was really, that really was... good. Okay, ready? Who is that girl I see staring straight <laughs> back at me? Why is my blank? Reflection. Okay, by reflection in Mulan, or is it also reflection by Christina Aguilera? I mean, 
all of the above. That was supposed to be the hard one. You killed it. Wait, what? Really? That was not supposed to be the hard one. What? Come it on. Says, wait, there, this was this it. This is the last one. This is the last one. I'm scared. Oh, this is absolute banger. Okay. Gotta turn the world into your dance floor. Determinate. Determinate. Push it till you can and then demand. This is Lemonade Mouth. Uh, determinate. Oh, oh my God. You, lemonade I used to know mouth. the entire rap. Uh, it was like, Heaven's uh, Renegade Lemonade. Use it as medicine. The reason why the whole world turned on us instead of them. Uh, feeling that adrenaline stop. Now hurry up and let us in. Knock. Because I come into your house, yeah. People keep on finding like the lemons in their mouth and the real deal, you know how Oh my God, stop! We're just in it for the mill, get down now. I'm playing around, get your feet up on the ground and make that sound like, gotta turn the world. I swear I knew the rap. Oh. I didn't know all of it, but it was there. It's, it's in here. It's like one of those things where it's like, the, you know when you like hear a little bit, you're like, oh. Yeah. Like that's like Starship's Nicki Minaj. Like the, the, you know, you just like you know. I have to say though, I thought for a really long time that that song was um, uh, gonna make a wave or get a wave instead of get away. Oh. Because I thought that was like she was like, let's go to the beach, each. Let's, let's go, go get a wave. Oh, let's go catch a wave. Like, I thought it was get a wave, like get a wave. Oh wait, like it, like catch a, like catch a wave, but get a wave. Oh, I get that though. Yeah, but then everyone was like, "That's no, it's not what it is. It's not what it uh, is." Asking for a friend. I mean, I'm just saying. What a, no, what is it? What is let's it? let's go get, get away. away. Oh, I oh wait, I thought it was let's go to the beach. Each let's go. Oh, let's go get away. Yeah, so yeah I was gonna, gonna say. say I was gonna, you like, know. Guys, thank you. Thank you. But before before we go, um, why don't you tell everyone your social media handles if you guys don't know, and then also um, where people can find your uh, new album. Okay, so or any upcoming projects you might be working on too. Okay, um, well, Laura Morano. I also just a piece of my hair just fell out, and I'm just like touching and twirling it. No, it's like, okay. Randomly. I do it all the time. Yeah, I'm just like it's. I don't know why it feels so right. Um, to just do this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna put it away. Okay. Right, is it weird to throw it on the ground? Like, there are fake leaves on the floor. There are. Okay. You're you're be so free. okay. Be oh, guys, I'm gonna be here forever. Yeah. Um, uh, right in the studio. I literally am here next week, and I literally see you hanging from the I know. Like, hey! I'm like, you're like, whoa, whoa Laura like, Lowenthal. <laughs> um, okay, so it's Laura Morano, um, and Laura Morano on most platforms. L A U R A. M-A-R-A-N-O. Sometimes people think my name is Lauren. Sometimes people misspell my last name. So L-A-U-R-A-M-A-R-A-N-O. On Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Um, Laura Morano Fish on Facebook, because why not be a little different? And then my album, I, be, I May Be an Actress, But I Can't Fake How I Feel, is on all platforms digitally. Work. Woo! All right, everyone. Well, you know where to find me. Spenswa everywhere except Snapchat because some bitch stole my username. <gasps> How dare um, they? Right. So now my name on Snapchat is Spence Moi with an M in the middle. Um, but if you guys didn't know, you can find this um, podcast on all audio streaming platforms. But if you want to see this happening live and if you really because Laura looks really good, just go to the Pastor Bedtime YouTube channel. Make sure to check out the video, like, comment, subscribe, comment who you want to see on here next. And if you like the merch, we have these blankets, uh, the mugs. If you go to uh, the description down below in the YouTube video, you can get yourself your own merch. Um, again, uh, all the support you guys give me um, and this podcast makes me so, so, so happy. Thank you for showing us love. If you don't love me, that's really sad because I love you all so, 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 so much. But until next time, Mwah. Mwah.